welcome back to Circle in the Sewer, episode 13 with Jake and Joe. Uh, we are back on this glorious Thursday recording. Happy Thursday, Astros everyone. threw a new, no hitter last night for those of you following baseball. Um, well, that was a crazy game. It's the second that's one this nuts. season out of the Astros combined. Both Christian Javier starts. Pretty, pretty impressive. Um, we got Thursday night football tonight, Eagles, Texans. Uh, we're going to do some NHL and NBA talk in this episode and then give you our week nine, week nine picks for the NFL. I believe it's week nine. We feel um, good about them. It's going to be a strong week no, as lying. we were just discussing we before we went live here. This is going to be a great week of picks. We can just There's feel six, it. six teams on buys. So you're forced to pick out of these games. And this is a kind of general rule of thumb. I don't like betting on Vikings games. And I don't like betting on Jets games with Joe on this podcast. So the the Jets and Vikings games are off the table. So it really narrowed down the games we had to pick from. Um, even though I think the Vikings minus three over the commanders has got to be a lock, yeah, but I don't know. Um, we'll get into that. It's a big, uh, yeah. big pick them coming at the end of the show. Stay tuned to what we're going to pick. It's, I'm excited. That's going to be a crazy week. I might go 0 and 5 or I might go 5 and 0. You never know. So there's a chance every week, right? It might be your best day of gambling. The only way to <laughs> I find might be 6 4 to tomorrow. It. You never know what's going to happen with this week. <laughs> oh, man. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, Joe's dr- drinking some hot, hot chocolate. Is it cold back in Minnesota? It's uh, well, it's supposed to rain tonight, but it's November, so I'm getting in all those you know holiday feels. There's Christmas. Mm. It's 64, so totally not hot chocolate weather at all. But you're all zipped up in Patagonia too. Yeah, it's uh, I'm getting in that holiday spirit. I like this. as soon as October is done, boom, Christmas tree up. Let's get it rocking. I think it's supposed to snow next week. Yep, Ooh. and getting to the 40s. So glad that uh, you moved. You're smart. I, I need to get out of here too because it's freezing and it's gonna be it's gonna start getting cold. Well, you're going to a super warm place next week, Jersey. Yeah, we're going to Jersey where it's 85 and the beaches are everywhere, and <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Fun fact, side note on that: um, I'm gonna go to, when I land in Jersey. I'm just gonna drive right to the city. It's called Joe's Pizza. It's like one of the best pizza places in the city. It's right in West Village. I'm so excited. I'm getting two slices. And the thing is, when you go there, you can only get cheese pizza. Like that's the thing. Yeah, have any other flavors? No, they have a bunch of other flavors, but like the main thing is if you oh, go to Joe's, like you're you're an idiot if you don't get cheese yeah, pizza. Okay. Like that's what people do. So I think Portnoy gave it like an 8.5. Um, and it's yeah. So I'm like, and it's my name. So I'm gonna get a sick so picture under Joe's right in West Hell Village. Yeah. But it's funny because I'm gonna I'm gonna land and then I'm gonna have my carry-on in my backpack, and then I'm gonna go into the city and just walk around by myself to see the city for a little oh, bit and then that. go back over to Jersey. But I'm like, I got I'm not going to sit in my hotel for six hours, no, right? No. So, You're going to go hang out in Hoboken. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. I'm pumped. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the city, get some, get a little slice of pizza, maybe uh, do a little shop and walk around the city. And then go, yeah, go Knicks back game, to Jersey. Maybe? Rangers I, game? Are they in Knicks, town? Dude, great matchups. I was looking at this. So Knicks-Nets, Wednesday night in Brooklyn. Ooh. And then Thursday night, Islanders-Rangers at Madison Square Garden. And we have off, I think I have a dinner Tuesday night with people from work, but then the rest of the that's the week I'm free. So I was like, Dude, might just next, send it. Next Nets. It's literally Nets. like the battle of both in New York teams. It's crazy. Incredible. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'll I'll take a little video. I'll send it to you guys. We'll, we'll live stream it on the podcast. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> Joey, Joey takes <laughs> on the city. I'm back. Circle, circle on so the sewer vlogs. Or are we going to start vlogging I'm just going to be pounding red wine and drinking pizza and all from drinking my pizza? Love when you drink yeah, pizza. I can't talk. I'm drinking hot chocolate. 
guest up. Please. Maybe a little Bailey's in uh, there. I'm excited. Happy Thursday. Let's get it going. This is going to be good, man. A lot of energy today. Hell yeah. Uh, you want to kick it off with some NHL? Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. So uh, some teams have been busting, busting in the NHL. And you texted me, was it yesterday? Was it two days ago when the Boston Bruins came back and beat the yeah. Penguins? Uh, yeah, so the Boston Bruins are a freaking wagon. Nine and one, 18 points right now. Right, what is it? Six game win streak these guys are on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They were down, yeah. they were down five three going into the third period. I I can just remember this in my head. They're down five three going into the third against Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh, they rally back. I think I believe it was Pasta who scored with like less than a minute to tie the game. And then Hampus Lindholm, shout out to my fantasy team, picked him up after that. He had a four point night. Uh they came back and beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, which was crazy to keep that win streak going. Then I believe they played um I was watching that game as well, too. Pull this up. Yep, so they beat Pittsburgh, and then, oh, no, they have New York at 6.30. So that starts in 20 minutes, so that's a big game. Uh, but before that, Pittsburgh game, they played. Hmm, Pittsburgh lost five straight now? Pittsburgh's, yeah, I'm going to get to that there. They're not playing well. Yeah, so Bruins beat them 6-5 on Tuesday. Who else did they play? Let me look at this. Yeah, we got Bruins are... Up, up there. And they beat the Blue Jackets 4 nothing. So they're just kicking the shit out of everybody right now. But let me get back to it. Staying in the Atlantic division. So they are that obviously the one spot with 18 points on a six-game win streak. Shock of the shock of the league right now is the Buffalo Sabres. I've watched their last two games. This team, I'm looking at this roster. It could be a college hockey team, the guys that are on that team. It's like everyone's like 22 years old. Casey Middlestat, he got in a fight last night, or when they played Pittsburgh. That was on ESPN. So shout out to the Minnesota boys. So that was cool to see, but they, dude, they got 14 points. They're seven and three in their last 10. I I hope they make the playoffs. That'd be sweet. The team is literally a college hockey team. I think the oldest guy in the team is probably like 33 and it's Kyle Oposo, another Minnesota boy. Love it. Keeping Buffalo going. So shout out to the Sabres. It's just bizarre to see them playing well. Um, Tampa Bay found their stride. They're back to six and four with 12 points. The Leafs, they won last night against the Flyers. Was watching that as well. They're back at 12 points. We were talking about on the previous episode that they kind of wanted to get the there's some rumors going around, maybe coach or uh, firing their coach, Sheldon Keefe. Then there's some comments. John Tortorella was like, Toronto media is insane. This guy's a great head coach. If they, he loses twice, you guys all get on him. It was just a good comment by Torts, even though they ended up playing each other and Toronto smoked him. But I think I think he'll be fine. But the only thing is, if they, if they do go on a crazy losing streak and something happens, they're going to hire Barry Trotz if something goes bad with that team. Because he's just waiting there. And Barry Trotz came out and said, yeah, I'd love to coach a original six team, but like if you look at the original six teams, hence the original six, all the other teams have great head coaches right now, and that no one's looking to get fired. The only one that would get fired is the Toronto Maple Leafs. So if you bring Barry Trotz in, that'd be just a crazy addition. Because I don't know. First of all, back on Barry Trotz, I don't know why the Islanders fired him. That still pisses me off to this day. He was unbelievable. Won the Stanley Cup with the Capitals. Goes to the Islanders right after winning the Stanley Cup because he's Barry Trotz. So he's like, let's try something new. They go to flip an Eastern Conference final with the guy, and then they fire him, which makes no sense. I have no idea why. He's probably drunk or something, but it was just crazy to see. I, I was so pissed. It makes no sense. Um, but yeah, that was somehow that was my Islanders rant. Florida Panthers. So the last time we spoke, they were in second place. Now they fell back down to the right in the middle of that pack. So they're at 11 points. We need them to keep losing, guys. I, I don't I didn't have them making the playoffs. Remember that. So Panthers, keep doing your thing, keep sucking. They're five, four, and one in the last 10. Um, I don't like to see that. I think I was listening on Chicklets too. These guys have like no draft picks because they traded 
for Kachuk, and then they gave Huberto and Uyghur away, which I thought Calgary won that trade. Could get in that a little bit later, but these guys have no draft capital. They have no picks. That like their future's screwed in Florida. But do you know one hockey found hockey fan in South Florida? No. Yeah, neither do I. I don't think that like the South Floridians know that the Panthers are there. Like, there's no one at the games besides um, who's uh, who's guy last year? No, all the they're all Tampa Bay Lightning fans. Yeah, they all went to Tampa because it's just ridiculous. So nobody goes to the Florida Panther games. I think they the playoff tickets were like ten bucks when they played last year. And, Bizarre. Oh, I'm trying Kodak. He was twerking in the, in oh, the boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember yeah. that? He was shaking it. He's probably the only famous guy that's been there. But uh, shout out to Kodak. I, I don't even know any of his music, but he's twerking in the box. Um, Detroit. They're at 10 points, 4-3-2. and two. I was – I told you guys last week, this team is all Sweden. It's just a bunch of Swedens or Swedish dudes. And uh, they're not playing well lately. And Dylan Larkin. Dylan Larkin. We met him that one night. Or mm-hmm. I was too afraid to say hi, but you did. So shout out to Dylan Larkin if you're listening. Um, I thought they were going to be good. I kind of thought they were going to be a little pesky team, like what the Sabres are doing now. I thought Detroit Same. was going to do this as well. Detroit, you're just not, they're not doing it, but it's fine. I've, I've said this, go for Bedard, do your thing. Everyone tank for him, figure it out. It's only November 3rd, right? It's so it's like, it's, it's gonna have if you have, Bedard. If, yeah, if November 3rd, right, the season's over, if you don't, don't have over 10 points, but I'm just kidding. Montreal, you guys suck. I have nothing to say about you. You're still at the bottom. Ottawa. It pains me to say it. I picked you guys to be my wild card team. You're dead last right now with eight points. So please figure that one out because I just need you guys to make the playoffs. I'm going to go 16 for 16 on my playoff picks, and I really need them to pick it up. They don't look good, too. They've had basically about 33 goals. I think that's the highest out of any team, which is just bad. Um, yeah, I don't figure it out. Okay, that's my Atlantic division. If you're going to take anything away from that, just make sure the Bruins are a wagon right now and keep cheering for the Sabres because it's fun to see a new team. So Boston, Buffalo, and Toronto fans, cool it on the whole head coaching thing. Just give the guy a break. Love of God. You guys are psychopaths. All right, Metropolitan Division. Here we go. We got the another shocker. I can't believe I'm saying this either. Um, currently tied with the New York Rangers, so I said we're hot, but they were doing on a four-game losing streak. They figured it out because the podcast came out, and they're like, I can't can't have Joe screaming in the locker room. So now we got the New Jersey Devils at 7-3 and three with 14 points. Just crazy to see. Jesper Bratt, this guy's going off. I think he's like fourth is, in the league right now in points. Is that more of a shocker than the Sabres? Like, I thought the Devils were supposed yeah. to be bad this year, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're that, this is weird. They're both this seven and three. It's crazy because the Devils are in first place with fourteen points. But I mean, the Sabers—you could—they were kind of uh, getting hot towards the end of the season last year. So some people are going to maybe guess that this could happen. Devils, on the other hand, these guys are—they were just brutal. They didn't have anything. I mean, their team is very young as well, too, and there's just nothing going on really in that system. So this is bizarre to see that them playing very they got well. Hughes, though, no, don't they? Yeah, he's—he needs to get like a seventy to eighty point year. That guy. I mean, this is already his fourth year in the league, which is crazy. I think he, his rookie year is 18, so it's just bizarre. But hopefully if that guy goes for like 70 points, this team could be pretty fun to watch. I'd keep up with them. They're kind of a fun team. Like, I I just like seeing the young guys, so I'll throw, throw them on for about a period or two. But, yeah, it's just bizarre. I mean, it is early. Just just came November. Rangers, though, right there with 14 points. Um, they played, tonight, like I said, against the Bruins at 630. I'll have to tune into that one. And then my Stanley Cup prediction team, Carolina Hurricanes. They're at 13 points, looking good with a 6-2-1 and one in their last 10. Um, yeah, I think they'll make the Stanley Cup still. These guys look good. Brent Burns is a stun. He had an unbelievable shootout goal the other day. Just ripped it from the ball. Oh, it was just the fastest wrist shot I've ever seen out of a shootout, so that was sick. And then the New York Islanders, 12 points right there with 5-3-2 and two in their last 10. 
Um, shout out to the Islanders. Keep it going. You guys didn't get off to a hot start, but you're on a four-game win streak right now, so that's tight. It's flipping tight. I love to see that. Um, and then the Flyers, they kind of went down the – they were in the right direction when we last spoke, and now they're going out the other way. So they're on a three-game losing streak. Same with the Capitals. They're on a two-game losing streak. Um, but I didn't have either of those teams in my playoffs, so I'm fine with that. So looking at this division, and then Pittsburgh, I did have you, but we're going to get into that. Like I just said, six-game losing streak for Pittsburgh – they were going to be my like second to last wild card team, so I need them to pick it up. And then the Blue Jackets are three and seven. They just suck. I I have nothing to say about them. I don't know why you signed there, Johnny Gaudreau. You should have gone to the Devils. I mean, look at them now. Uh, yeah. Why Jack, did he go there? I don't know. It makes no sense. He's from Jersey. He wanted he left Calgary because he wanted to be closer to home. But I guess Jersey is too close to home, so everyone thought he was going to go to Philly, which makes sense because it's right next to Jersey. But he chose Columbus. Like I don't. The only thing they got going on in Columbus is the Buckeyes. Like, that's it. That's the oh, only yeah. thing that's going on in the city. So, it's just bizarre to see that he picked the Blue Jackets. Um, yeah, jumping back on the Penguins, man. They completely blew that lead against the Bruins the other night. They're on a six-game losing streak. I mean, Sid and Malkin are playing well. Like, I don't know what their point situation-wise is, but the way As they're playing always. on offense, they're very aggressive. So, I'd like to see that. Uh, they need to pick it up because I got them in my playoffs. So, rounding out that Metropolitan Division, I got the Rangers, Hurricanes, Islanders, and Pitt which are good because the Rangers, Hurricanes, and Islanders are above 12 points, and then Pittsburgh figured it out. You're in a six-game losing streak. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. All right, Western Conference. Western Conference. We're going to jump into – you know what? Let's start with the Pacific because I always do Central and then Pacific. Change it up. Oh, Why not? Up. Thursday night, no toes. hitter. You never know what's going to get going. Uh, Pacific. So Vegas is a wagon. They're also a wagon. They are tied with the Bruins for 18 points right now with 9-2. and two. Jack Eichel is a freak. He did one of the craziest overtime goals. I think he did like three loop-de-loops in the offensive zone with like 20 seconds. Just took it all the way down to like two seconds and got the game winner. Shout out to my fantasy team as well, so that's good. Um, Edmonton Oilers, 7-3 with 14 in points. I got I to gotta show you this stat. So the Oilers are unbelievable right now. Between Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, they have 43 points in 10 games. McDavid has 11 goals and 11 assists. Dreisaitl has five goals and 16 assists. Those two are like juggernauts. It's unbelievable what those two can do. Um, it's just, it's absurd. I mean, I have Dreisaitl fantasy team, which is sick, but they just, that's all it is, the whole two offense with them. So jumping on the Oilers, get your defense and goalie situation figured out. You got Campbell, they call him Soupy. If he can play well, like I said, they can make a run for that Western Conference final, but We've seen this the last three years. Everything's relied on those two guys. So maybe get some other guys in there. Zach Hyman, uh, Vander Kane, they signed him back. So it'll be good to see. But those guys are playing. Usually Hopkins is playing pretty decent too, though. No? Yeah. It's a fun team. It's a fun team. They're really fast. I mean, every time you watch Connor McDavid, I'm just like, this is the best hockey player I've ever seen in my life. Just absurd. Absurd. So already is crazy in 10 games. And Battle of Berto, I think that's the night. Let me look at that. Um, what's today? We got the. Yep, November 3rd. It is Battle of the World. Uh, no, that's this weekend. Never mind. Looking at the playing the Devils tonight. Devils. Oh, that's going to be a good game. The Devils are a wagon. <laughs> what? Um, keep getting into it. Kraken, man. Seattle Kraken. 12 points, 5 4 and 2 over their last uh, 10. It's kind of cool to see. And then you got the Kings with 6 and 6 with 12 points. Fiala, he's kind of shoving it up all the Wilds fans' hoot. He's playing well, yeah. which is sad to see because my complete take on him was that he was only good because of us. Yeah. He just went. <laughs> Not a chance. He's he's actually really good at hockey, so he's off to a hot start with L.A. But, yeah, good. shout out for uh, Seattle. People thought you are going to be, like, one of the worst in the league. I mean, still a lot of season left, but they're not playing like it, so that's good. Calgary, 5-3, 10 points. you got to make the Western Conference final. Lose to the Avs. That's my prediction. 
long season, long season. They've only played eight games, the least amount of any team in the league. So they got time. And then let me just get to it with the Ducks and the Sharks. They're going to tank for Bedard. They have five, seven points each. There's just nothing going on with those two teams. And then around out the Pacific Division, the Vancouver Canucks, God, they suck. They are so bad. Nothing changed since I last spoke. They're two, six, and two. They have six points. They literally, we were texting back and forth that they were, there was a local strip club in Vancouver that was, wasn't it, was it free drinks if they got the win? And they ended oh, up yeah. getting a win that night. So shout out to Vancouver Strip Clubs. for the strip clubs, putting on for and, the city. And Bo Harvett, Besser, they probably all, probably want to, probably went to that place right after the win. So <laughs> Vancouver, you guys still suck. They're going to fire Boudreau. Uh, he's going to be gone any minute. So. Yeah, Vancouver, you guys are just brutal. Um, Central Division, Dallas Stars, man, 13 points. This team is the oldest team in the league. I swear to God, and they're still playing well. I don't get it, but Tyler Sagan, he's off to a great start. Still making the highest with $13 million this year, so good for Sagan. The Winnipeg Jets, I, they are so boring, and they're at 11 points, but they're tied with our Minnesota Wild, who have kind of figured it out lately here. Um, we're on a two-game win streak. Just the way we've been playing, our defense is better. We're getting Flurry back on his feet. He's not going all over the place. So it's good to see with the Wild with 5-4-1 and one over the last 10. Uh, sitting in that third spot. And then going into that, Blackhawks, 10 points, 4-4-2. Four, four, and two. Colorado Avalanche, 4-4-1 four, four, and one with 9 points. Kind of off to a rocky start there. Kind of got that Stanley Cup hangover for them. But I think they'll get the wheels going here once the season kind of gets underway. Uh, Coyotes, they or suck. Or they just miss Kadri. Yeah, like I said. Kadri, Kadri's unreal. He's playing nice in the Flames, but I mean, Flames aren't, they've only played eight games and they've got 10 points, so they'll figure it out. But So they're balling. They're balling. But yeah, Kadri, I feel like they do miss him, but also I feel like they're just, they'll get the ball going. I mean, the way, when you watch them play, they still got that Colorado, like McKinnon, McCarr, crazy. And then they're going over to Finland. They're actually already over there right now to play the Blue Jackets for a two game series um, in Helsinki for the Global Series. So that's kind of cool. And then uh, the Blues, they suck. Three and five, six points. Don't know what's going on in St. Louis. Five-game losing streak. But I don't hate that because the Blues pissed me off. Just murder, murder capital of the world. So that's if you're, if you're killing people in your city, you shouldn't have a good hockey team. That's my take on the Blues, right? Cardinals hate them too. If, you got, if you're killing people, no good at sports. Not good. There's two things I'll say. No pools at stadiums mm-hmm. and don't kill a lot of people. And your team will probably be decent. So I, well, I, I don't know it's, what's going it's on. East St. Louis. East St. Louis is yeah. Okay, never been to St. Louis, but that's I, I like Ferguson. That's oh, it's got to be tough. East but Louis, uh, so. that's my tough one. It's my take on the Blues. Sorry to get on off track there, but um, whew, it's a lot. It's a lot going on with the NHL. I'm excited. Things are going great. A lot of good games coming up. Uh, biggest takeaways is definitely Bruins. They they're just on a roll. They look unbelievable. The Wild, good for them. Let's keep it going. Keep playing hot. Who's yeah. your early season MVP? Oh, one note before I say that. Shout out to Eric Carlson on San, San Jose Sharks. This guy is a wagon right now. He's a defense. Here is nine goals. It's the second most in the league right now. Nine goals is a defense. Um, yeah, so shout out to Eric Carlson. He's just playing absolutely awesome on Back on the point. Um, back to your question. Early MVP. It's got to be McDavid, right? I mean, yeah, but I feel like the, the voters won't give it to him because it's just they already know what the hell the, he does. Maybe Potts has been playing hot. 7-11, 18 points. He's been playing well, but they'll probably – I'm not going to be surprised if McDavid gets it. I mean, he's just 
the greatest hockey player of all time. So John Tavares looks sweet, seven and seven. He's lifting up the Leafs right now. I like the Patrick last he night. A, he had a nasty, nasty goal last night. So shout out to Johnny T. Um, I like how he's playing. And then Jesper Bratt, I'll give you a shout out to him. Four goals, 12 assists, 16 points. He's, he's keeping things going in New Jersey. So yeah, wow. in my hometown, going to Doing see you guys himself. soon. Yeah, Jesper Bratt. Mm. Jesper Bratt. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's going well in the hockey season right now. I'm off the hot start. I'm starting to get into it. Like I said, hot chocolate right here. You see that on screen. Um, November start. Maybe get the Christmas tree up. Hockey going dual well. screens People with the football game tonight. Oh yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Gambling caves is gonna be happening here in Minneapolis. Um, but let me go over these points real quick with you. So we got McDavid twenty two, then Drysital twenty one, Pasta eighteen, Panarin sixteen, and our boy Jesper Bratt sixteen as well. Goals, McDavid. 11. Just relax, dude. Save some for the rest of us. Like I just said, Eric Carlson with nine. Gabe Vlardy, LA, eight goals. Tied with him as well, Kaprizov, eight, and Shvechnikov, eight as well. So these guys are balling. I'm going to do one plus minus boy of the week, Shea Theodore, 12, positive. Good stat if you're a defense. Love that out of you. <laughs> Love that. Goaltending leaders, Lackanen, Nashville. This guy's supposed to be the backup because I have, uh, what's his name? Uh, UC Saros. I can't remember that. Yeah. He's my fantasy team. You're completely blowing it for me, by the way. He should be the absolute wagon. He's like a fourth-round pick. Just sucking it right now. Shout-out to Jake Onger. He's in second, Lakeville North kid. Uh, his AGAA is 1.40, so that's sick. And he's also leading with the save percentage of 9.52. So they're going to get – they actually gave him a three-year contract. So shout-out to Jake Onger. That's what Minnesota products going to get you. So, um, And then Olmark out of Boston has seven wins. He's not playing that well, but he's just on a great hockey team, so he's getting seven wins. And it's weird to say that Fleury is also tied for third with five wins, but he's off to a rocky start, but he's going to figure it out, guys. He's going to figure it out. We're going to turn that chip around in Minnesota, and we're, we're going to go to the one of the Stanley Cup. But, uh, yeah, I could barely talk. I need a glass of water right now because I'm chugging all this hot chocolate. But that is my weekly recap on the NHL National Hockey League. I'm excited. Are you excited? Things are buzzing. Yeah, I haven't. Things are buzzing. I haven't got the chance to watch much. Um, I've been fully invested in the NBA. Yeah, um, see, that's your part because you like you do NBA and I do NHL, so that's good. Because like, if I if we did a flip flop, that wouldn't make sense. But um, no, absolutely. Uh, that's why I leave the specialty to you. I just uh, yeah, jump in. I, I still follow you know a lot of NHL as much as I can on on Twitter I love and, and watch some it. games, but um. Yeah, it's it's an exciting. I, again, I, most of this stuff is way too early to tell with some of these teams, but it's it's fun to see teams and yeah. both of the leagues, Sabres. like the the Devils, Sabres and, and, Devils. Sabres and that's fun in the NBA, like the Jazz, who are just playing unreal. Um, but yeah, getting to the NBA, uh, I think the biggest news coming out of this week is the Nets fire Steve Nash. Um, Nash is out in Brooklyn, and the NBA rumors is- are. Uh, Six, five. Uh, so some of this was to, to, to was probably due to happen. Um, there was plenty of talk this off season with KD potentially getting traded, and KD asking out slash asking to get Steve Nash fired. Um, which is just funny because KD is part of the part of the you know him and Kyrie kind of wanted Steve Nash to be in there because he was a player friendly guy. Um. But yeah, Steve Nash is out, which I think, you know, they 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 reported it as mutual, um, you know, they mutually parting ways. But I think it's good for both. Uh, I don't think Nash really wanted to be there. 
I know he was quoted saying something, you know, the guys in the locker room really aren't responding to me, which is pretty interesting um, because just with Kyrie's situation, his personality, Katie's personality, Ben Simmons' personality, like those are your three guys, right? Everybody else is kind of like role players per se around them. And you bring in a guy like Steve Nash who should truthfully like, you know, in my opinion, be a guy that a lot of like NBA players should respect and looked up to with, you know, he's got two MVPs, you know, he's an all-time great point guard and he always kind of led by example, you know, he was never going to be like a drop the hammer guy um, from coaching's perspective, but um, I don't know. I don't feel like he ever really got a fair chance. You know, last year they had Kyrie with the whole vaccination situation, um, KD, you know, trying to basically play on his own James Harden, you know, tending to an injury, um, you know, his hamstring and then him wanting out of Brooklyn too. So that whole situation has just been kind of a dumpster fire. Um, and now to bring in an email, Udoku from Boston, who, if you've been following, he got suspended for a full year. Um, and like I said, last week on the episode, you know, the, the details of what happened in that whole situation is still, I haven't really come out. Um, but yeah, this is it's a, it's a unprecedented situation, truthfully, in the NBA with a coach who gets suspended from another team who's in the same conference as the other team that... Let me back this up. That was going to get confusing. The Boston Celtics suspend him for the full season, basically with the understanding that he was never going to coach for that team again. That was kind of the understanding. I think they were I thought it was just a year. It was. It was just the year. But I think I don't think he would have coached for the Celtics again. I just don't see that as you taking a year off, coming back, like... It, it felt like a, a parting ways just because of the rumors that of the situation in the organization, like felt like something that he had truly lost that organization. If you know what I'm saying, right. Some okay. of the things that were said, that's what I was dealing. confused about. I was like, how is, I thought it was just, he was suspended. I was like, how is he already going to a different team? He was, but I believe the suspension just came from the Celtics. It wasn't like an NBA imposed oh, suspension. Okay, that makes the sense. Celtics organization put that out there. Um, I think they were kind of handling it internally because I don't think anything illegal happened, right? If it's something illegal happened, then obviously the NBA would have to step in. Um, so it, it's there's there's definitely some gray area in the situation right now. Who knows if the details will fully come out, which I now expect them – like people will want more details now that he's going to be coaching again, right? I mean that's just – like the media is going to want to find out more and more um, because I thought Boston like – them trying to just basically stash him away for a year um, was interesting because it, 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 it was in the news cycle, obviously a hot topic for a while, but now it's coming back up in like a really big way because he's now going to be coaching in Brooklyn. And so you have just this, this incredible turmoil in Brooklyn. And on top of all that, if you've been following Kyrie, his personal situation with him promoting a, a movie slash documentary that had some uh, anti-Semitic, type of topics in there. Um, it was kind of like a history documentary. I'm, I'm super, I'm not really that well researched. I've been listening to a lot of people talk about it. Um, some people that have done more digging, um, there's skepticism, whether he truly watched the documentary or he just tried to promote the documentary. Um, I think there was some other sort of like, uh, there were some other like underlying stories in that movie. It wasn't just about anti-Semitism, but like it, it um, it definitely was a part of that. Um, and so he, instead of kind of like just saying like, sorry, like I didn't really realize what I was promoting. He kind of like took a further stance and he's never really come out just directly saying 
things. And it's just been a whole crazy situation that he, instead of just like dealing with it and moving on from it, he just continues to kind of like stoke the fire a little bit. Um, So you've got all that going on in Brooklyn, which is just, just a ton. So now you have a suspended coach coaching their team. um, And and this is all non-basketball related. Truthfully, you know, this is not even to mention what they have going on the court right now, which is they're not playing that well. Obviously offensively, they can do whatever they want for most of the part because they have two of the best ISO ball players ever, you know, Kyrie and KD can really create on their own. But like I covered in the last episode, they still have Ben Simmons out there and offensively, he's just a liability. Um, He's dealing with some back issues this past week. Um, I think it's going to be a really interesting dynamic with Ime in there because he was known in Boston to really challenge players, get in their face, you know, Um, but that was a much younger team. You know, with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown kind of being younger guys, you know, they're 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 you kind of hitting their prime now. But with KD and Kyrie, who are, you know, almost vets in this league now, it's going to be a very interesting situation to see if he can get the most out of those guys, how KD and Kyrie are going to respond to that. Um, you know, to me, this is. I just don't know. This team isn't going to win. They're not going to win anything. I'll, I'll be sh- absolutely shocked if this team can figure something out and make on a run, especially coming out of the East with some of the teams that are in the East right now. But, but truthfully, like there's so much going on in that organization that that is just not even basketball related. So uh, it's crazy that I just, you know, went on this whole probably five, 10 minute rant about the nets and I didn't even really talk about their play on the court. Um, you know, that, that is the talk of the NBA right now. Um, I think it, you know, a lot of this comes down to them not having a, a true leader. You know, Kyrie doesn't lead. Um, you know, he's got so much going on outside of basketball that like it's hard for people to probably on the team to really look at him and take him seriously if he's, you know, trying to get on guys. KD's never really been a vocal leader. You know, he's someone that that kind of just leads by example. And obviously he's one of the greatest basketball players ever. But um, you know, defensively they're really struggling. Um who knows what will happen with a new coach. Truthfully, I think Ime is in a, in a different world where he didn't come off a suspension. Like let's say he was just another, like if he was originally coaching the Nets and not the Celtics, like I do think that this could really potentially be like a good fit for them. Um, But with everything going on, I just, I see this as adding more problems. Like, I mean, you're talking about a bunch of NBA players, especially guys in these teams, you know, these, these role players like Joe Harris and Claxton and, guys who want to just, you know, roll up and they want to play basketball. And now, you know, they have a good game and they have to go to the podium and they probably have to answer questions about Kyrie and Ime and all this instead of focusing on basketball. So I think it's just a drain. Um, I think all these, all these storylines around the nets are just a huge drain right now. So it'll be, it'll be not that fun of a. I don't want to say it's a fun story to follow because it sounds like it's just going to be a stressful situation for the nets, but um it's just kind of a bummer because this whole net situation is really, in my opinion, just wasting some of the best years we were going to get from KD. Um, and and so we're going to, we're truthfully missing out on some of the, and I'm not saying it's not all his, it's not his fault. It's not like he's completely, you know, innocent in all this, you know, he set up this situation to get his guys and he, he, he linked himself to Kyrie in Brooklyn. And that's going to be an issue because Kyrie wants to do what he wants to do off the court. And, you know, he, he, there's always something with Kyrie and I've heard a lot of former teammates of Kyrie's talk about him and, and he's not a bad dude. I don't, I, I, I also agree that I don't think he means ill. Like he doesn't mean for these things to be, you know, offensive and hurtful, but he's, 
he's own he's doing his own thing and and i don't know what his plan is with a lot of this stuff but uh the nets are a mess that's we'll, we'll just tie that in a bow and uh move on another what's, team, uh, what's katie's contract he i think he's like if it's just complete dumpster fire is he just gonna get out i feel like i mean obviously we saw what happened last year and i thought the whole team was gonna leave but if what you just said there and this team doesn't win and they just keep going downhill no i mean he definitely wants to be traded like he wanted to be traded this offseason so i that sure. that is a full possibility for him to get moved um you know it, it i it's just moving a player like katie in the middle of the season when a lot of other teams, like a lot of the teams that you'd think that they would potentially send him to are not really in positions to do this. So uh, as much as he wants to, I, I don't know what teams would be willing to give up slash if the Nets would want to do that. Uh, but they may, may not have a choice, you know, like that's part of the player in, empowerment that they're in the leagues in right now is that Katie ultimately could – if he really wants to do a James Harden situation and just basically force himself out of a team, you know, he can do that. So, um, you know, I heard some, I heard a guy talk about how they should trade KD for Anthony Davis straight up. And I thought that was absurd, but you know, there's, there's going to probably be rumors, you know, depending on how this all unfolds. And like I said, the nets are, they're not looking Jordan McLaughlin. McLaughlin for uh, KD. Who says no? We'll give them our whole bench for KD. AD has some kids. They they go to Benilde. That's a happy life. I'd take that. Come to the Twin Cities. Wait, Howl? What's the what's unreal. the wolf's thing? Or a pack? I don't Skull? I think it's like Eyes North or something like that. Is that it? You know, like something. Vikings have school. Okay, so ours are I Eyes North. Something right, like that. You gotta PR look that up. HR's gotta work work on that. Yeah, I'm gonna go look that up while you keep um, talking. Yeah, the Nets are two and six. Uh, the only two teams that are better than the East right now are the Pistons and the Magic, and and the, both those teams are tanking and are like the youngest teams in the league. So they're they've got some serious issues, in, and I know it's early, but like this this doesn't seem like something that's going to be super easy to fix. Um, and 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 we've been saying this for two years now. You know, they they offensively looked unstoppable in the playoffs, and things could be different if KD, you know, foot is not on the line, but this is the the reality of where they're at right now, and they're they've definitely have an uphill battle in front of them, um, not only from a basketball point of view, but an off the court um, issue point of view. So, you know, and, and staying in the East here, then you know, because if we're talking about the Nets as a real contender, there's just no there's no world that the that they ever beat the Bucks in a series, um, and the Bucks are playing unbelievable right now. That's you know, uh, basketball related probably is one of the bigger stories right now. Is their seven and zero only undefeated team left? Um, just rolling right now and you know offensively they're not even playing that great but just defensively they're just unbelievable um, they have you know the best defensive net rating uh, or sorry the de- best defensive rating in the NBA um, the only team in the NBA that has better net rating than them is the Suns just because their their offensive net rating is not that great right now um, but you know that they, they, they have two two out of their top six guys in a normal rotation are still out in Connington and Middleton um, you know, and they're and Giannis is just just unbelievable. I mean, he's literally a f- like I know the Greek freak is his nickname, but it's, he's truthfully just there's there's only so many words you can use to describe him because he's just such a game breaker. He's you know shooting like seventy percent from the field. He does everything for the team. He's you know he scores thirty a night. 
you know, 12 to 15 rebounds a night and has, you know, five assists. I mean, he's just unbelievable. He'll get a couple steals. He's everywhere on defense. And he's just like a truthfully a, a big difference maker in, in the way that the that you know, you go look around the league and you and you just look at certain players and and talk about ag- aggressiveness and the desire to play. And um he's just the epitome of what you would want out of a guy, you know, like he wants to play every night. He doesn't want to do the load management thing. He wants to play defense. He wants to play offense. He wants to be a leader. You know, he wants to go play for his national team, you know, like he never stops playing basketball. And you see a lot of these other guys that, that don't want to do that. And, and, and it's, and it's very interesting to me too, because you see a lot of these international players, right? These international players play all the time. You know, Luca goes back and plays for his team. Jokic goes back and plays for his team. You see Gobert playing for the French, French team. Um, you know, these guys are nonstop playing. And, and sometimes you don't even see, you know, Kawhi Leonard, you know, obviously right now with his knee and you're not sure what's going on with that, but he barely plays and you have these guys with load management. I understand that Giannis is healthy and young and, and all this, but it's just, it's fun to see him. He's just nonstop. You know, he wants to play. He wants the bucks to be great. He wants probably the MVP again. I'm guessing, you know, after last year, he, you know, he just wants it bad and it's good to see. And I think that's the difference with a lot of these teams. You know, some of it comes down to effort. I truthfully believe, um, you know, from a defensive perspective, you know, t- uh, we'll, I'll get to the w- wolves later, but there was a clip of, D'Angelo Russell throwing a pass, getting it tipped, not chasing it down, jogging back on defense, not playing hard defense, not switching. Nas Reed has to flip out and they could get an easy three against the Suns the other night. And it's just like those are the little things that I think go a long way with a lot of these teams, you know. And I think that's why a lot of these 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 young stars and these young teams that are that are built on on chemistry and, and they have a star on their team, but they're you know, the, their desire to to want to play is is the differences I see is, is and I think the Lakers are seeing that a little bit now, um, you know, but defensively, the Lakers are awesome, but still, you know, offensively, they're struggling. And I think a lot of that has to do with effort level with a lot of this, you know, that you talk about movement on on the offensive side of the ball and the Bucks do a great job of that, um, you know, and they and they just take pride in a lot of the little things. Um, and I think that comes from from a leader point of point of view and you have the exact opposite you know the nets have no leader and the bucks have Giannis, who's a tremendous leader and they have a good head coach and their ability to adapt defensively and, and change schemes um is 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 fun to watch so bucks are still my pick i feel really good about them they were my pick out of the east and to win it all this year um so i look like a genius right now with them at seven and oh yeah you're the man you're figuring that out on the I other the, side though i, I picked the, Suns the, and the sixers Oh, you, you got know, the Clippers? That's right. Yeah, get into that. Let's hear about your Clippers take. So I can get to I was I was gonna do them later in the West, but I'll get into the Clippers right now. They're four and four, and people want I, I feel like if typically you you should be worried if you pick the Clippers to go, I, you know, and as I keep listening, I, I heard a lot of people say that they picked the Clippers, which makes my pick not as cool. I really thought that was gonna be a unique pick because like to me the, the easier pick would have been Golden State or the Suns, you know. But I was going to pick the Clippers. I just thought Kawhi was a real difference maker. And like I've said, the Clippers were just a really good, solid team last year. And they barely had Paul George and Kawhi. And I really thought they would come back. And those guys can be a difference makers. And um, Kawhi apparently is hurt again. So now the Clippers are 4-4. Four and four. He's played – he started zero games this year. I think he's only played in two or three of them. His knees apparently have been bugging him. He's on this crazy load management. They're still four and four. You know, it's still better record than the Golden State Warriors, which is crazy. 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel great about that. But also, this Clippers team seems to to think that they can just coast through the regular season and then prepare for the postseason. Um, but in in it's eight games in, and so to be fair to the Clippers, like we're gonna have to wait and see because obviously you can't give a true like grade on this team until you see what Kawhi Leonard's gonna be out on the court um, and watching him play consistently. So hopefully he can get healthy. Hopefully right now what he needs is some rest. Uh, I I really think that that team is extremely deep. Um, you know, offensively they're just brutal right now. Um, defensively they're, you know, they're kind of middle of the pack. Um, but you know, or sorry, actually they're towards the top fourth best defensive rating in the league. So the defensively, like I said, I think they have a bunch of young guys and a a ton of effort out there. So that's, that's good moving forward, but they're going to need Kawhi back. They don't go anywhere without Kawhi. Um, you know, without Kawhi, they're just not my finals team. And I'll amend that if he is out for more, which I'm going to allow myself to do. Thanks for asking. But, uh, yeah, and then moving into <laughs> moving to the other LA team because we got the Lakers who have looked much better in their last Matt two, Ryan. two games. I thought they were talking about the quarterback. Crazy. So Matt Ryan hits a, a a buzzer beater last night to tie the game to send it to overtime against the Pelicans. Um, for those of you, Matt Ryan is is not the NFL quarterback. He is a six seven, twenty uh, five year old who played at Chattanooga. No way. What? Yep. Yeah. He is Chattanooga? A, he's yeah, he's and and he's played he played some big minutes for him last night. I think he had like 10 points. Um but he's a, he's a three-point shooter. That's that's what he is and that's what the team needs. That's what um, LeBron needs. You've said it multiple times. Uh, yeah. He's shooters. And then the last so Russ uh has come off the bench in the last 3 games. They're 2 and 1 in those games. Um not to brag, they're only lost in those 3 games to the Timberwolves. Let's go. Um, but he's played much better and he's been plus in both games, um, coming off the bench. He's, he's had, you know, nothing crazy statistically, but he's just, he's just kind of a, you know, he's off the court during clutch time, which I think is important for that team. You know, if you, if you watched the buzzer beater last night, he was not on the floor. He, you know, celebrated with Matt Ryan, but, um, you know, he, I think he brings a spark to that second unit, but truthfully, like I, I, I don't think he needs to be starting. And I think they may have found a little spark there. Um, I've been saying this for a while um, that he should come off the bench. He should just leave that second team. He can be the Russell Westbrook that he wants to be with that second unit, high energy guy up and down the court. Um, he doesn't have to worry about distributing the ball to AD and LeBron. Like um, he can take some of the shots, you know, he can, he can be confident in the offense because that's what he's done his whole career. You know, he's been the guy and for that team to work, he can't be the guy on the first team, but with the second team, he can kind of take the reins and do whatever he wants. Um, he's still playing, you know, like 30 minutes a game. So he's, he's out there for quite a bit, but it's, they may have found a little, little something here because they have two straight wins against the Nuggets and Pelicans who are both really good teams in the West. Um, you know, a small sample size, of course, but, but, the Lakers just need to get going a little bit more offensively. And I think they're, they're going to regress to some of their averages. They're all, all their shooting numbers are crazy below average right now. I mean, LeBron is taking the most amount of threes on the team. He went 0 for seven from three last night. I mean, he's, he's struggling. He's shooting like a career low from three. Pat Bev is shooting a career low from three. Um, you got Lonnie Walker shooting below his career average. Like a lot of these guys, Kendrick Nunn, like just 
struggling right now to shoot. And some of that I think is going to get better. Um, you know, I'm not saying crazy amounts like, oh, this team is all of a sudden like this this NBA Finals bound team, but we're talking about trying to make a play in game at this point, you know, for the Lakers. And I think they can. Obviously, it's really early. Um, but then again, you know, I think a lot of even you look around the league, like you weren't really expecting some of these teams to to be. You weren't expecting the Spurs to be five and three, the Blazers to be five and two, the Jazz to be six and three. I mean, you got Oklahoma City at four and three. I mean, you have some of the teams that you thought were going to be tougher matches, like sitting outside of the top 10 right now in the Clippers, Golden State, and the Lakers. So, you know, in the West right now, it's kind of a, it's kind of, you know, tough sledding. Like you got a ton of teams that like, that you just can't really expect the wins out of anymore. You know, like you got a full sledge of 10 teams that you got to bring it every night. So, um, Lakers definitely have an uphill battle, but I think things are looking up right now for them. And, um, you know, who knows, maybe this Matt Ryan guy can be a spark for him and, you know, they can really build off of, build off of an overtime win and, and they beat, you know, a Zion and CJ McCollum and, um, you know, that, that, that team is the Pelicans are legit too, but Lonnie Walker with 28 points last night for the Lakers. Like, I mean, those are some of the things that you're, you're going to have to see is because right now, Anthony Davis is playing all right. He's playing decent, but, um, you know, Russ Westbrook coming off the bench and giving you plus four is, is something that when 25 minutes is, is truthfully like an incredible idea for Lakers fans. I think if you would have told them that at the beginning of the year, they would have been absolutely thrilled with that. So Russ coming off the bench, maybe is the fix right now. Um, but we'll, we'll obviously monitor that, but um, you hate to see LeBron getting wasted. So hopefully this Lakers team can, can figure something out. Uh, moving to LeBron's old team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are unbelievable. Um, I love watching the Cavs. Probably my favorite watch in the NBA right now, besides the Timberwolves. My Timberwolves are frustrating, but they're still my favorite team, so I got to cheer for them. But the Cavs are such a fun watch. Um, got to watch them against the Celtics last night, and and their starting five is is Darius Garland, who his first game back after getting hurt 13 minutes into the first game, he lacerated his eye. Um, what does that say? Nets have what? You see it. The Nets have suspended Kyrie Irving. Wow. Breaking news came out Live. 40 seconds ago. Wow. Woj, Woj bomb, baby. Boy, that, that, was, that literally just refreshed Twitter, and that's the last thing Incredible. I saw. So, Yeah, I mean, he's... There that, you go. Like There's I said, <laughs> there, there you did. I mean, to a T, that could... Thank you, Joe. That couldn't there happen at a better time. I mean, the Nets... Thanks, Woj. Just, oh, my gosh. All right. Well, oh, man. I finished that, Kyrie. man. I don't need to go back on it, but... No. Yeah, we said, that is, said that your is part. so fitting. That is so fitting for Kyrie. God, this podcast is going to take off. And they Let's got go. a new coach. They got a new coach, and Kyrie's gone. So, <laughs> see ya. Speaking of which, you know his time in Cleveland too was a mess. You know he couldn't be a leader there. So it's whatever. But the Cavs are awesome. Darius Garland, like I said, was back. Um, he lacerated. He got like cut on his eyelid first game. So he's he hasn't played since then. And they just have been rolling. And now he's back. They got DG Darius Garland, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. Uh, Donovan Mitchell and Karis LeVert is their starting five. And that is an electric starting five. I mean, you have two dominant defenders in Allen and Mobley, two seven footers that can play, that can move, that can score. Um, I mean, they're just phenomenal. And then you have DG and Mitchell who like probably the, one of the most fun backcourts um, in the NBA. And uh, I think I would love to see a Donovan Mitchell like 
be in the MVP consideration. I don't know if he can truly win it because I still think Giannis or Luca is going to take that this year with John Morant and Tatum. But Mitchell would be awesome to round out that top five. Um, but Darius Garland looked unbelievable in his first game back. Um, I think he started out like four for four for three. Uh, just looked tremendous. Finished with 29 points. Went, you know, five from 11 from three. Uh, 12 assists. He was plus 10. Just just looked phenomenal out there. Uh, Donovan Mitchell with 25 points as well. And they beat the Celtics in overtime, which it was just a great game. Um, personally, I thought the game should have been over at the end of regulation because Tatum, uh, they were down by two. Tatum took it absolutely donked all over somebody. I'm not sure who it was, but it absolutely got fouled and they just did not call an and one. I was under the assumption, you know, I was assuming he was going to make the free throw. He's eight from eight from field from free throw. But uh, Tatum finished 26 points. Jalen Brown finished 30. Like uh, the Celtics are obviously super good too. And defensively, they're always going to be there. Uh, but the Cavs right now, I think are the story, you know, and, and, and they're just phenomenal. And, I mean, you got Mobley last night with 15, Jared Allen with 14, Garland with 29, Karis LeVert with 15, and Mitchell with 25. I mean, that's that's a lot of firepower coming out of your your, your starting five. And, um, you know, Jared Allen finishes with 14 rebounds, Dar- Darius Garland with 12 assists. Like, it's just a fun team, um, young. And, and I loved what the Cavs did and went out and got Mitchell. You know, they I think that's like the new wave in the NBA right now is – is you kind of draft for a couple of years, you might struggle through some through one or two tough seasons, and then you get some pieces that you truthfully believe, and then boom, if there's an opportunity to go get a star who who is somewhere else, a guy like Donovan Mitchell, you bring him in there, and now you're looking at like a really like the Cavs team was good last year. They truth they truthfully were, but nobody thought that they were a title contender. I think with Donovan Mitchell in there, they they can give um, some teams a run for their money in the East. Uh, I st- you know, again, I hate to keep harking on this. It's just how good the Bucks are. The Bucks with Connaughton and 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 Chris Middleton back. I even right now without them, they're still playing amazing. But that that is the favorite in the East, and you know, but they're going to be right there. And you never know in the playoffs. You know, uh, you know, injuries happen. You know, teams struggle, go on cold streaks, and um, all it takes is the is the right series. So I think the Cavs are an awesome an awesome team. And I know people thought that they were going to be good, but I didn't. I don't think people thought they were going to be this good. So Cavs six and one, second place in the East, looking awesome, super fun team. Um, going to another team that's playing super well right now is the Suns. Uh, they played the Timberwolves the other night. They're six and one, first in the West, looking phenomenal. Um, Devin Booker's been playing awesome. They've been getting a ton of help from other guys. Um, you know, Cameron Johnson the other night dropped 30, um, their fifth best defensively in the league. Um, number one in, in offensive rating right now in the NBA. So, I mean, they've, they're leading the league in net rating. Uh, I mean, there's, they're, they're playing phenomenal basketball truthfully. And Chris Paul is kind of the leader on that team, but Devin Booker, I think is like a, you know, Chris Paul is like a perfect fit. And I I keep saying this because Devin Booker is, is truly like a generational talent and just a pure scorer. And I think he's really, evolving into a into a, a distributor and, and and he's doing a lot more for that offense which i think is good to take some of the load off chris paul because where he's at you know in, in his career later later in his career as well as you know his known injury history um d book taking on some of the some of the you know which which i thought was hopefully going to happen sooner than later but Devin Booker playing awesome. Chris Paul, you know, any team that he's on is just going to be phenomenal. Um, he's just a proven winner. Um, when you're talking about regular season, unfortunately, you know, he hasn't done a ton in the, in the postseason, has no championships, but 
the Suns team is legit. Aiton's out right now, and they're still playing awesome. You know, Mikel Bridges is a fun guy. Cam Johnson, they got Payne off the bench. I mean, they've got some really good pieces. Um, you saw their starting five absolutely destroy the Wolves, um, which will roll into my Wolves talk here. Absolutely, the starting five of the Suns made the Wolves' starting five look just embarrassing. I mean, you go look at the stat line of that game, and it was just all five of our starters had double-digit minus numbers for the, for the Timberwolves. And then there was a clip of Anthony Edwards kind of realizing that during a post-game press conference where he was like, holy shit, like we got absolutely stomped on the defensive end or on the on as starters. And our bench looked awesome. Uh, Nas Reed played phenomenal. Jalen Noel's playing awesome. Jordan McLaughlin's playing awesome. Like we've got some really good bench pieces. Um, and and we know that. And we, we've got this depth. But right now the problem is when Cat and Gobert are on the court, it is just not a great combo. Um, and it's early on. You know, obviously, hopefully they can figure that out. But, you know, everybody, we want to go bear to come in there and be a board man and play defensively and really change this defense. Right. But the problem is, is that teams are just going after cat and he's getting exposed. I don't know if it's, you know, he he looks lost out there defensively. Sometimes he's not, you know, covering screens very well. And, and when teams just attack cat, it, it kind of is a buffer zone. And 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 Gobert can't do what he does best and protect the rim because Teams are just beating up on Cat. So, uh, Suns are a great team. So, I don't want to put too much into that loss. Uh, I think the Suns are just unfortunately okay. better than the Wolves right now. So, but okay. I think there's room for Stay a high. ton of improvement. There's tons of, like, just, you know, the Wolves haven't looked terrible, but, you know, they've lost some games where they probably should have won as we covered. Um, and those are the games that we have to figure out a way to win because, like, those are the games in the bottom teams of the West that you have to be because, you know, playing the, the Mavs and, and, and the Suns and the, the Lakers even, you know, and we beat the Lakers, but the Nuggets and the Warriors, like there's just, there's a ton of teams in the West that we got to look out for. So we got to tighten it up, figure out Gobert and Cat situation. Um, I would love to see Anthony Edwards, you know, continue to, to improve and, and, and work towards the, hopefully a breakout season, which, you know, he's, hasn't really had yet you know i know it's early but like if if we want to go somewhere it has to be him and cat kind of doing this together offensively and like i've said and don't mean to harp on but offensively right now we're 23rd in the league like it's just not looking that great defensively we're playing pretty well um you know which is which is great but you know we we're net rating 12th right now in the league so it's it's it our offense is is struggling quite a bit, but our defense is picking up for it. And I think our defense can get a ton better too, because I think cat is cat needs to pick it up. And I think he needs to get somewhat of fire lit over his ass. And uh, like I said, D defensively is, hasn't looked that great. And some of it comes to an effort level, um, I believe, but uh, so hopefully we can turn that around. I would love to see the, the wolves. I think there's a lot of opportunity in the West because they see, you know, Oklahoma city really regressing some and, We'll see what, you know, Portland, I think, is going to be a good team with Dame once he gets healthy, too. But, you know, they've been playing pretty fine without him. And Jazz hopefully regressed to the mean. So there's going to be some spots to move up to, um, you know, with Golden State being behind us right now. It seems like a great time to get some games. Um, you know, not that we're playing Golden State every night, but them being three and five right now is kind of crazy to see them behind the Wolves, um, which, you know, I think it's a, kind of a learning curve right now for Golden State. You know, they have kind of a lot of storylines going around their team too. You know, you have the whole pool and Draymond thing. Um, But I also think that the Warriors may have, you know, I I talked about them getting lucky and bringing in some young talent and and they truthfully are really deep, but 
maybe it's not going as, as smoothly as they thought with some of these guys, you know, like Steph has been phenomenal this year. I, I really think Draymond's been playing awesome. Um, he's kind of put that pool, like pool thing behind him and pools looked good. You know, Clay is coming out to a little bit of a slow start, but maybe to be expected um, with him missing time, you know, and not maybe looking back to full, full health. And, you know, he's older, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. And, you know, there was that story with, uh, you know, him coming out and saying what Charles Barkley said about him was hurtful and kind of, you know, which, you know, it, it's, I don't think Barkley's wrong and I don't think Clay's wrong either. You know, Barkley just, as a matter of fact, said that like, you know, he doesn't look like the same player he was before. And like, I don't know if anybody can really expect that from Clay. You know, he was a dynamic two way player who could shoot, who was really like a spark plug for that team. Um, and now he's, you know, two injuries later and he's older and, 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 he's not really that, that guy anymore, which is, you know, maybe he can get back to some version of that, but right now he's not, um, you know, and the Warriors younger guys are kind of learning, learning the ropes. I think a little bit, you know, Wiseman's coming back. He hasn't played a lot of basketball since college. Um, he's kind of learning the way Kaminga is playing big minutes for them. Um, so there's going to be a learning curve, I think for the Warriors, I'm not too worried about them right now. Um, Steph Curry is still on that team and he's healthy. So they're going to go, um, they're, up right now on the on the magic by two points which is you know probably not what you'd love to see but you know that the Wiggins is playing I mean you got you got tons of talent on that team and and you expect them to to be fine and you know I I truthfully believe they will be too but right now they're three and five so that they got an uphill battle is but eight games into the season you know it's too early to tell on a lot of the stuff but uh yeah, that uh, I, I'm going to just cover some of these teams because I like to talk a lot about, you know, the storylines going on. So I'm not going to run through everybody um, each week on this, but we're going to try to hit some of the, the top storylines and run through some of the stuff. But um, just an updated standings, like I said, Bucks first, Cavs at second in the East, Raptors um, five and three, Hawks five and three, Celtics four and three, Bulls five and four. Now that rounds out the top six. And then you got Wizards, Sixers, Heat, Knicks. Uh, in the top 10 right now in the West, you have Suns, Blazers, Jazz, Grizzlies, Spurs, Nuggets in that order. And then Pelicans, Thunder, Mavericks, Wolves, um, Clippers, Warriors, and Lakers are all outside of the top 10 right now. And then to be expected, the Kings and Rockets kind of at the bottom. So be fun to see this, this, this Oklahoma city Thunder and the Spurs team and jazz team in the West kind of, there's nobody thought, um, they would be any good. And and here they are, you know, and, and I think the only really surprise towards the bottom in the East is the nets. Um, so all these other teams, the wizards are probably playing a little bit better and the Sixers are probably playing a little bit worse than people thought, but uh, it'll be fun to follow obviously early on. And some of these storylines and, you know, the nets probably going to keep going down if Kyrie's suspended, as we saw. It's um, at least so five games. They said that'll be crazy. Uh, yeah. Wow. Classic, classic Nets drama. Irene, uh, but crazy. we now, after our lovely NHL and NBA talk, which is some of my favorite parts of the week, personally, we can roll into our NFL picks. Uh, you know, we're, mostly a fo- we're mostly a football podcast, uh, which we love to talk about. Um, I'm scared. So we're getting into it. Not going to lie, I'm going to come out scary scared. Picks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared with this week. Yeah, I mean, you look at, like I said, we have six buys, and you have, so we're running through the games. We get Eagles, Texans tonight, um, Chargers, Falcons, Dolphins, Bears, Panthers, Bengals, Packers, Lions, Colts, Patriots, Bills, Jets, Vikings, Commanders, Raiders, Jags, 
Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, Bucks, Titans, Chiefs, Ravens, Saints. And then we got the Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, and 49ers on a bye. Um, we'll try to get into all these games in a brief little um, predictions, but uh, let's kick it off to you, Joe, and, and see how many games we cover here in our in our spreads picks right. for the week, and then we'll go to the other ones and recap those quick or preview those quick. What's your right. first one? I think um, – let's see here. So – Trying to look at you and see. I think we got at least one or two the same. I'm sure we did. I'm sure there's we did. some absolute stayaways. All right, let me. Uh, let's, uh, let's go with this game first. These guys they screwed me over last weekend. Oh. I'm going right back to them because they got to get me my money back. Give me Las Vegas. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders coming in at one and a half. Got to do it. What did I say? I keep saying it all the time. Teams don't win that have pools in their stadium. If this game was in Las Vegas, I don't think they have a pool in their stadium. I know they got a casino. That's not a pool. Pool, no win. It's in Jacksonville. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders. One and a half. Book it. Wow. I stayed away from that game. I wanted nothing to do I, with I that. Maybe I, I thought that was the one maybe you were going to jump with no, me I, the, the Raiders, The Raiders scarred me so hard last week, man. They didn't even yeah. put up a point against the Saints. Nope, they didn't throw up a single point, but you know what? They're coming back this week. They're going to Jacksonville. They win. I'm a big prediction guy. I haven't got one right yet, but I'm going to say 28-13 Las Vegas. Wow. Well, I always Stop go big on the scores. I think I'm going big. 28-13. I think Derek Carr, uh, he throws for at least three touchdowns, a pick. And Josh Jacobs gets back in the run game, um, and a pick six by the defense. So let's, okay. let's do that. that. Those are all very plausible things with Jacksonville. Um, Can't win with my, the pool, Jacob. Can't win. My with the first pool. one, and I'm going to stay more. It's more betting against this team than it is betting for the team that I'm playing. But I got Patriots five and a half over the Colts. Ooh, I don't, didn't I, take that. I like that. I think smart. It's in New England. Um, five and a half points is, is, is a, is a good, is a good chunk, but I, I see this as a very dominant defensive game for the Patriots. I see it like a, like a 21 to three, 24 to seven type of game. Um, Patriots look much better than they did last week than they did against the bears. Uh, I just love new England at home, Belichick at home. Um, you I love know they got stopped the by the bears, too. but like, I love Ben against the Colts. They just don't, they don't <laughs> scare do well. me. They just don't scare me, especially with Sam Ellinger. Um, Jonathan Taylor like just doesn't practice slash doesn't play. They got rid of Naheem Hines. I don't know what that team is doing. Michael Pittman looked terrible last week. I don't know what that offense Seems is doing. Sucks. The offensive line looks miserable. Um, I'm not scared of the Colts defense. So five and a half points seems like an easy cover for the Patriots. So that's my first bet. I like that. I always go against Colts. They're a horrible team. Unless the, the roof's open, then you got to pick them. But they're playing in New England, so screw them. Um, game two, game two. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let me, let me go to this one. It's the first game I picked because I'm just excited about it and I haven't picked them this year and we're very familiar with this team because we're born and raised. Give me the goddamn Minnesota Vikings minus three. Oh my gosh. You are betting on them. You're betting on them. I haven't done it once. I don't know. I I bet on the Jets once against the Broncos. So maybe I only bet on my teams once throughout the year. Let's do that. Jets, Broncos. They won that week. I said that. Boom. Um, Vikings. I respect this. I, I love this Kirk's pick. coming back home. He's going to dominate uh, Snyder. Dan Snyder, is that his name? He's selling the team. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going right right you now. you see who Washington. potentially is going to buy that team? Was it Bezos? Bezos and Jay-Z. That'd be kind of sick. That'd be kind of sick. Okay. Oh. That'd be cool. But you know what? They didn't buy the team yet, and Kirk Cousins is coming back to Washington. He's oh, going to stop Just because it's them. cool doesn't make the team good. 
Yeah, no, no. I Taylor Heineke's on this two little win streak. Oh, cool. I get new Jordans if I get a win. Well, guess what? You're not buying purple and yellow freaking Jordans. All right. So this is one of those things where you Vikings just, way over by three. I think they went by 10. You can change any narrative, any storyline you want when it works for your side of the argument. Correct. So last week I took the commanders. I was on the commanders, but now they're playing the Vikings. And yeah. Heineke's played we well love two, the Vikings. two weeks in a row, which means he's got to He's got to struggle. So TJ Hawkinson. It's going to bring that energy. He looks like a Viking. He's coming in there. Watch out for him to get some grabs. Yeah, I love oh, the Vikings in this. This is my one my one bet, folks. I do one bet with my team. I already have the Jets against the Broncos. I'll go with I this love it. with the Vikings over the Commanders. Like I said, by 10. School. Book it. Not one of my picks, but I still love it. All right. Right. We're not matching. That's okay. Nope. This is so good. far, People we got to we hear got, different. We got four right, separate Before you games. say it, before you say it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at it. I'm going to look at the schedule right here and – you're gonna you're gonna pick that one. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say if I guessed it. All right. Seahawks it plus two over the cards. That wasn't the one I was looking at. Nope. Nope. I'm not gonna say it either because you might have it too. Seahawks plus two over the cards. I think the Cardinals are a dumpster fire. Um everybody thought that they were gonna be like close to beating the Vikings last week, and I just I I didn't think so because they, they shot themselves in the foot. I uh, love the Seahawks right now. You 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 love Seattle. You've been riding I, with them. I, I I'm to on it too. A, They're exciting. I you, wanted to bet on them last Seattle. week, and I missed it. And I missed it, and I should have. I should have followed my gut. I, I wanted to take them over the Giants. Could that could that hurt you, though, this weekend? Because you wanted them last weekend. Now you might... Oh, you know, because I think they're saying? actually a good football team, and I don't okay. think Arizona's good. I'm a big eye test type of guy. Like, I kind of put fate. Once you're throwing Jordans out there, owner... Jay-Z. I think I put all that into it. The weather. I, I also think that this is a for sure over game. What's it at? 49 and a half, which is a lot of points, but like this is a lot this of has gotta be a like a like a 34-30 game, right? Give me a stat. Who's going big in this game? Geno Smith, baby. You think he's going balls to the walls? I think, I think DK's gonna have a monster game. I need I think DK. Kenneth Walker's gonna have a monster game. Like that offense is just explosive, dude. Tyler Lockett, DK, Kenneth Walker, O line's playing great. Defense is a little sketchy at times, but Geno's can cook enough to to get them to a victory. So I got I got them outright, but I'm going to take them plus two because that's basically like just it. a pick them anyways. But you're the Seattle guy, so you got right at the Seahawks, especially because you wanted them last week too. So and I've been there. I've been to Seattle twice, not to brag. I, I've been I've been there on Google Google Maps. You know, Ooh, like yeah. you can go on the street and you can walk around. Oh yeah, I played China with that Safeco. stuff. Okay, oh that's okay. Yeah, not a big deal. Nice. I I want to. Well, Google it's AT and T now, I guess, but. Okay. Well, that's Which is right next to the, the Seahawks stadium, so it's a pretty sick spot. So, yeah, you got to hammer the Seahawks. If you would have told me that you played at the baseball field, I would have hammered these guys. See, I don't have this All right. information. All right, give me your next one. Three. I don't like this pick. All right? But I'm doing it because I – shout enough. out to Nick Molinari. We made this pick together. And mm, Hey, ride with your like boys. It. Yeah, I made this on uh, last night, and I decided I was going to stick with it. Screw this team. Screw the other team. I'm doing Packers three and a half. Wow. I know. Packers, you're right. Right? Packers, Vikings, same same card? That doesn't – you never see that. But uh, something's got to click for the Packers, even though they suck and I do hope they lose. But put them on there, three and a half. It's in Detroit. Rodgers always dominates the Lions. Uh, I don't feel good. I'll tell you that. I don't like it. But I needed one. Like I've said, this wink this weekend's kind of a stinker. So um I thought about that one too, but I thought that was the one you might have. Too, I don't know. I knew dude, you the weren't Lions... gonna do the Vikings because you don't pick them. And then Vegas, I thought you might have that one. So I thought these two we were gonna kind of maybe have some flirting around with that. But okay, yeah. So I will just straight up 
go with the Green Bay Packers at three and a half. Rodgers, he's going to figure it out. Just get some, get the ball moving. But if he gets hurt and breaks his leg and the team loses by 40, I will not complain. I'll not complain. Yeah, I mean, I, I got nothing for you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> See, this, this weekend's going to suck. I'm not going to win a single bet. I am. I'm not going to win a single bet. I'm, I am so scared of that game because I feel like at some point the Lions have to win one of these close ones that they play in, and this seems like one of those close ones. So I don't know. Packers, the Packers are just, they're just bad. So I don't, oh, I don't, horrible. I don't, three and a half I seems could, whatever. I know. It's, but, it's not your pick. It's not your nope, pick. It's my, not pick. my pick. It's my life. It's I can pick. do it. Uh, my next pick is, and I'm going against these damn Saints again because I hate the Saints so much. I'm going Baltimore minus two and a half over the Saints. I was, I was, I was looking at that one too. That's the That's Monday nice. night game, I believe. Monday night. Yeah, I I'll love be in the city. Monday night game. I'll be in the city, so I'll be sweet. I'll be sweet. Okay, I like that. I just think uh, I got Lamar going off. I think, I think the Saints played out of their minds last week. I don't think they can consistently keep that up. Um, I think the Raiders are worse than we thought, and I think the Baltimore Ravens are on a little bit of a hot streak right now, and I think they're going to take that in there, and they only got to win by a field goal. Um, I believe it's in New Orleans, though, right? Yeah, in Baltimore. I don't. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. I, I like the Ravens in that. Good pick. Okay. All right. We got six different games so far. I like this. <laughs> this is sick. Um, so let's see here. Can you hear me still? Yeah. I take my headset off. Okay. So I've been saying this week that I'm very scared of this week, and I don't like any of my picks. So I'm I'm bringing in reinforcement. What do you mean? Just bringing in reinforcement, Jake. Can you hear me? Can you hear this? Yeah. Who are you calling right now? Gentlemen. Ryan, you're live here on Circle in the Sewer. <laughs> you are our first ever special guest. We have Jake on the Zoom call. I what currently up? have the Vikings by three, Green Bay three and a half, and Vegas by one and a half. I need two picks out of you. We're gonna you gotta give me one pick at a time because me and Jake are on our third pick. Give me one pick right now that's a lock for this weekend. I got it. You know, I just first like to say, you know, it's an honor to be the first guest on Circle in the Sewer. There we go. Anytime I get a chance to talk sports with you two, it's always an honor. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be on here. <laughs> First pick I got for you two, though, it's, it's a game tonight. Game starts in 15 minutes. Oh. You got shit teams winning this year. You got good teams losing. You don't know what the hell is going to happen in any of the games this year. I see 14 points on the board. Texans, I love it. Oh. I, think I think Eagles win the game. They'll win it. But they'll win by from six, anywhere from six to nine. I think 14 is too much to cover. I think Eagles are flying high right now. Everyone's on them. But I think tonight, Davis Mills comes in strong. They got the, they got the player ruled out. Who is it? Brandon Cooks is out tonight? Yeah, because of the trade. Yep. Okay. So I think everybody, I think everybody's riding Eagles tonight. Everybody's loving them. All the money's on Eagles. I think they'll come out, they'll win, but it'll be lower than expected. I think about six to nine. So that's my number one pick on the week. Okay. Okay. Hold it there. Wow. Hold it there. Good Phenomenal. pick, Ryan. This is Phenomenal. Ryan has, Okay, good take, Ryan. So I'm riding with the the Texans for my fourth pick, which is yep. just about to start. So I have the Texans. I didn't know I was love picking that, the Texans. So look at that. What he just the Eagles down to minus eight. So I like I like that prediction. Okay, love it, love it. Hold it, Ryan. We got to put you on hold. Jake's making his pick. We'll come back to you in a sec. Love it. Uh, my other pick, fourth pick of the week uh, for me is going to be two anon. I got Dolphins minus four and a half over the Bears. Um, Damn. I think I love I love this Dolphins team right now. I wanted the Bears. Um, I don't believe in the Bears. Good, I know, but I said it. I said on Tuesday. <laughs> they got rid gonna of weird. It's gonna be the Dolphins. Who am I kidding? They got rid of two of their defenders. The two is just gonna have a day back there. He's just be able to sit in the pocket all night long. He's just gonna rip the ball around to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. 
And it's going to be a blast. They got Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, who both know Mike McDaniel's offense. It's just going to be it's going to be a good old uh, an ass kicking by the Dolphins. So that's my fourth pick. I like that. Even though I think the Bears are going to win because I said on Tuesday and people are going to love that. All right, let's get back to the stinky. All right, stinky, can you hear us? Let's get you. All right. He picked the um, Dolphins Dolphins. at minus five for his fourth pick. So he has Miami over Chicago. Um, if that is the same as that your second pick, you can say that or give us your final pick here. Yeah, so coming in on the final pick, it's tough picking this team, you know, after what I've been watching. But I like them coming in. They're coming in at home. Uh, they got a team who's been rolling. Uh, this team who was expected to be bad all year. But I think the Geno train runs out this week at Arizona. Oh, oh wow. wow. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals at home. Oh, two. wow. Jake Jake took Seattle, so this is good. Yep, I like I like Kyler Murray coming in. They're what three and five. They're 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 not doing as well as everyone expected. I think I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray kind of talk it over. You know, get on each other's side here again. There were some arguments going on last week, but I think they kind of get it together here. I think you know I see everyone's loving Seattle this year. They're coming in. They're coming in hot. They're five and three. Expected to be what I think four wins on the year. Or so I think the Geno train runs out. I think uh, I think he has a terrible game, and I think Kyler Murray throws for about three four touchdowns. I think Arizona by anywhere from 10 to 14 at home in Arizona. 10 to nice. <laughs> and adjusted Ryan's spread. Got, adjusted got a 14, spread. 10 Arizona win. He's like a kind of a Colin Coward here. This is my this is my life life alone. 14, 10, 14, 10, anywhere from a win from 10 to 14 points. Oh, okay. He's saying they okay. stomp him. He's saying they stomp oh, him. Yeah. So they're big stomping by the wow. Cardinals here, right? I think it's a bit of a statement. I think it's I think they're gonna come back. It's not double XP weekend and call of duty anymore. So I think Colin's <laughs> gonna get the win. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Ryan, thank you for the special guest. Yeah, um, thanks, Ryan. Work, I'll take you out to Chipotle. That's huge because I didn't have to do it this weekend. Love having you. Hey, Favorite guest hey, so anytime far. Anytime you need me, I'm here. I'm always here to talk sports. So, hey, or maybe fade these picks. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with the reverse clean sweep. So, <laughs> anytime, anytime you want to talk some sports, give some picks, uh, just give me a call. Perfect. All right. We'll see you, Ryan. Hell yeah. See you, Ryan. I should yeah, just thanks to our first those. guest of all time. I we got Ryan Christopherson. Because he's That's so good. good at that. I should probably take Seattle and who's the other one? I should take the Eagles. The Eagles are going to win by 21. I can't believe. <laughs> so are you going Texans. Texans cards? I have to go Texans. I have to go Texans cards. I literally told them. I was like, I called them at one today. I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with my final two picks. So those three picks I made, Green Bay, Minnesota, Vegas. I was like, I got to do those. Felt strong. And I was looking and looking. I was like, I couldn't. I don't know what to do here. Give him a call. I was like, you got three hours. I'm bringing you live on the show. I need two picks out of you. That's what he gave me. So I'm, if I'm he, guessing right. If with the he goes Texans two and zero, oh, how about this? If he goes two and zero, oh, and Texans cover, and the cards cover, we're gonna have to bring him on weekly for the pick sex section. Okay. Where we bring him in there, he'll be the third pick, but we have to take him off. So you have to make your own picks, and then he can come in and make five picks of his own. Okay. He'll be like our betting specialist for NFL. Okay. Two and oh, um, Texan. You got to go two and zero oh this weekend because he's. Because there's only certain people that, you know, can be a staple of the circle in the sewer, yeah. right? You know, there's only certain people that... Yeah, if he doesn't go Woodlawn to an circle, that's done. Well, no, I'm saying he, he's 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 a good representative from Woodlawn Circle. Uh, and we have other representatives from Woodlawn Circle that we can bring on the show as yeah, well. Yeah, we can bring on Avery too. Oh, yeah. Ethan uh, Olson. I don't, I don't think he knows anything. <laughs> <laughs> he could fly us around on a plane or he something. He could fly us around. That'd be a cool video. We could do a live show from the air. Um, My final pick... And I actually oh, yeah, flipped see. this. I uh, When I looked at this originally, I took the underdog, but I decided to take the favorite here. Um, this team's coming off a bye week. I like them. Um, 
It's in Atlanta, but I'm taking the Chargers minus three. I knew it. That was the game I knew you were going to take, but I, I, it, you picked the, uh, the the Seahawks game or whatever. That's the one you took, but I was like, he's going to take the Chargers this week. I, I, Dude, this Chargers team has bit me in the ass so many times too, but I, they have I don't know what it is about them, but they just feel like they should be better than they are. And and I am I think I'm just gonna this might be my last straw, my final straw. If if they don't if they don't cover this, I probably not bet the Chargers the rest of the year, probably bet against them um as much as possible. But Chargers minus three over the Falcons. I think this Falcons team comes off an emotional win over a rival in the Panthers. Um Justin Herbert at some point, you know, he he's gotta show something. Keenan Allen's back. I'm not sure if Mike Williams is back, but so they've been hurt so much. They've been, they're healthy. They've been Just hurt. get healthy again. But I knew I mean, you go to. Terms, no. I like I like this team. I think they offensively can can just outscore the Falcons. I don't think that they're going to stop them much. But uh, you know they're pretty banged up on defense as well. But uh, Cordell Patterson is back for the Falcons supposedly this week. Um, Chargers love giving up a lot of running yards, and the Falcons are going to run the ball. Um, but hopefully this Chargers team can can do something offensively to get me a win. Um, I'm sure I'm going to regret that pick. That's the one I hated the most. Yeah, this week's going to be so fun. Took Falcons plus three, but man, yeah, the, they save their America's team. Yeah, but last week they won, and I just I don't. I think the Falcons is this. This feels like a every other week type of thing, and uh, maybe that's maybe that's the same thing for the Raiders. But uh, who knows? Sick. So it's going to be a good week. That wraps up our picks. Let's see. Do we to go through it again? I got Vikes minus three, Packers three and a half, Vegas one and a half, Houston by fourteen. That's 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 gonna be scary. That's just about to start. So lock in everybody. And then I got the Cardinals. Those are my five. Beautiful. I got Patriots minus five and a half over the Colts. Seahawks plus two against the Cardinals. Baltimore minus two and a half against the Saints. Miami minus four and a half over the Bears. Chargers minus three over the Falcons. Um, let's see what games didn't we cover Panthers Bengals. We didn't talk about, uh, Bengals need to bounce back here, but Bengals need to bounce pesky back Panthers. Um, pesky very, Panthers. very pesky Panthers team. This feels like a Bengals win, but I don't trust the Bengals enough. They're seven point favorites right now, which is crazy. Cause they're at home. Um, Jamar chase is still out. Um, I'm going to need to see this Bengals team prove something without Jamar chase before I can even get anywhere near them. Um, another game we didn't cover was Bills Jets. Uh, Bills are eleven and a half point favorites over the Jets in East Rutherford. Don't let it get to your head, guys. All right, we're bouncing back. This is a big Zach Wilson weekend. That is Josh Allen, great guy. Up. Seems like a great guy. Bills, yeah, we get it. You're a good football team. But when you come to New York City and you play the New York New football York Jets, East Rutherford, it's East Rutherford. Rutherford. We're, we're so good, we don't even play in New York. Fucking Jersey, baby. Stadium, baby. Bada bing, bada boo, baby. I'm going to Joe's <laughs> Pizza for love and Christ's sake. Let's that go. game was Monday night. Got Joe I hands down by, right by myself. He's going to celebrate with the team after they stomp all over the Bills. If that game was Monday night, you would bet your your life I was going to that by myself. If we had yeah. a if we had any but type not. of sponsorship deal with like FanDuel or DraftKings or Anytime. something, we would boost this game. We would boost the Jets Jets plus eleven and a half, and we'd ride the Jets riders. We're Jets riding. What we, we said? You're getting a sauce jersey if if the they beat the Bills. If they beat the Bills, I got a sauce jersey. 
Gotta get one. I'm getting a lot of merch this weekend. Hell yeah. I'm coming home with a flag, a tattoo. <laughs> flipping. Getting Jets tattooed on my ass. Jets on J-E-T-S on my other So You get it. Two cheeks. J-E on the left and T-S on the right. That's a diehard Jets fan. Bada bing, bada boom. We love New Jersey. Go to a bar be like, bet you a drink. You don't got Jets on your ass. Boom, Jets. That's how much I love this football team. Oh, I love it. And the final two games. Final two games, quick. Rams Buccaneers, which I think everybody thought going into this season was going to be a tremendous game. That might be kind of a stinker. Um, Cooper Cup doesn't have any structural damage in his ankle, so I, I guess that's a good thing. I almost took the Rams thing. in that. Yeah, I don't like that game at all. Uh, I I like the Bucks probably to win this one, uh, but but it's going to be it's probably going to be a low scoring game. Uh, and the last game, Sunday night game, Titans Chiefs. Um, oh, oh, Buccaneers are minus three, by the way, at the three-point favorites. And Chiefs are 12.5-point favorites over the Titans. Wow. Uh, that seems like a lot of points for a Titans team. But it's in Kansas City, and the Chiefs are coming off a bye. So stayed away from that one, too. Uh, but we already covered Raven Saints. Uh, that wraps up week nine. And we've got a third and 42 right now. Also, uh, Kyle third and Schwarber. 42 for the Texans. Third and four. What? Yep. On uh, Houston's four. So, uh, good luck on your, uh, it says Damian Pierce left tackle for minus, which is updated. Yards. No, I think it was something happened. Moved. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wanted to, I want to bring this to your attention before we head out here. Okay. So yeah, bring it to my attention. Fantasy, 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 fantasy. Ooh, you, I'm going to give you t- two teams. I was a, I was hot last week. Hayden Meyer called. For advice, I told him to start D Hop. Genius. Yeah, I have D Hop on my flex. Gee, genius. So this is a. Oh no, wait, that's in another league. So this is I. Okay. So I'm going to give you Team A and Team B, and there's a trade that went down in our league, and I can't. Okay, so Team A. This is eight man league, just shootout out league, no dynasty. Yep. You get it? Eight man. That's yep. all it is. Team one, uh, Mahomes. Mixon, Barkley, Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Waller, D-Hop, Patriots D, Justin Tucker, Bench, Damian Pierce, D.K., Kenneth Walker, Dak, Robert Tunyon. That's oh, Team A. God. I, forget this eight man. I know you use eight-man league, but Jesus. Um, oh, this is on Prime you, Video you remember tonight. That night? Okay. So that's, that's the I hate team. Prime Video on Thursday nights. I know. I was getting it. It makes it harder to change the channel at halftime to go exactly. watch other sports. It, it, it's frustrating. Um, team B here: Joe Burrow, Alvin Kamara, Stevenson out of New England, Pittman, Devontae Smith, Gerald Everett, Juju, the Bills D, Nick Folk, and then he's got Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Jerry Judy, Singletary, Christian Kirk, the Raiders, Daryl Henderson. Okay, so kind of remember those two teams yeah, yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah. I got a photograph. The trade that right. happened in this league was. Damian Pierce for Kyle Pitts. Who won that trade? Damian Pierce. Fuck, I lost the trade. <laughs> I don't have a tight end, Jacob. <laughs> you trading so for a. Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Well, it's, I had I to mean, take a chance at a tight end. So, okay, so that's good. I need to get your initial reaction. So, that boom, you think Damian Pierce won that. Now we go back to my teams. I have Mahomes, Joe Mixon, Saquon, Jefferson, A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. Waller, D-Hop, Patriots, Tucker. My backup running backs right now are Pierce and Kenneth Walker. And Travis Etienne. How many people do you have to start? And I got Travis Etienne. Two running backs, two other receivers, tight end, flex, D, kicker, and a quarterback. You have an eight-man league and you only have one flex? What are you guys doing? I know. It's crazy. 
It's you have it's so many fun players on your benches. What fun is that? To I, watch that's why I got rid points. of. That's why I got rid of Damian Pierce because like Darren Wall is horrible. I don't have a tight end. Might as well take a chance on Kyle Pitts, right? Yeah, I mean, He's trading somebody that deep on your team is probably fine, um, especially when you have Kenneth Walker too. But just from a straight up, oh my god, Texans might score. Huh? Texans are rolling. Let's go, Ryan. Thanks for the pick. Love that Philip Dorsett, <laughs> forty-two guys? yards receiving already. Oh my goodness. Yeah, um, so that's good. That's uh, I need I need a tight end, but I knew that's fine. I do I do like Pitts over Waller, so that that, that feels yeah. good. Darren Waller pisses me off, so I needed something. All right, that's it. That's all I got. Live live interactions on this. We got we had our first guest today. We had good NHL NBA talk. We had live news break. Was, I knew today it was going to be a Woj bomb from a Joe bomb. Um, Kyrie Irving suspended. Emei Duco in. Um, yeah, it was, sports are rolling right now, that folks. This is that was a good fun, episode. Fun time of the year. Fun time of the year. Episode. Phillies Astros 2-2. We got game five tonight, correct? Currently currently 1-1. One one. Schwarber just hit a bomb to tie it. Shut up again? Yep. Yep. God, They're wearing crazy. those old sports old jerseys. No uh, way. Texans scored. Yep. Let's go, Ryan. Don't tell me it's Pierce, dude. Don't tell me it's Pierce. No. He has four carries for 23 yards already. I hope he breaks his leg. You kind of stop wishing breaking broken legs on people. Well, when you got money and fantasy on the line, injuries need to come. So, Dude, David. (laughs) Davis Mills. To Tegan Quintero. (laughs) It's the film director. Quentin Tarantino. Oh my God! Incredible. All right, folks. We'll we'll let we're gonna get back to watching our but sports. Um, we have to let him know too because I will be in the Big Apple next week in New York, so I will not oh, be able yep. to podcast. I'm so gonna I will, do. I'll, I won't see you guys next week, but I'll be back in two weeks. So yeah, I think good, don't, good don't, safe don't worry. You guys might only get me. I might rip we'll two Jake, solo though. podcasts, which means no hockey next week. Unfortunately, um, maybe I'll just review some standings or anything that I know about. I'll um, call you from New York, but I'm going Monday. full. I'm going full Colin Coward next week in the podcast. If going the full Colin on. Coward, unless I get somebody else on. Maybe I'll maybe I'll tag in a friend, something to talk. There you um, go. Give a tryout. Uh, but yeah, that that should do it for this week, folks. We uh, that was good. I two two fun episodes this week. I thought. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying these as much as we are. Um, but it it looks like it was always Texans plus fourteen. So. God, Hopefully Ryan. you guys bet that. Let's uh, go. Uh, but yeah, folks, uh, thanks for listening. That should do it for episode 13 of Circle in the Sewer. And we will, we won't, I will catch you next week. Joe will catch Stay you the safe, following people. week. Joe's, Joe's going, going back to rip the it up in, in, in Jersey back home for him. Not home, but kind of home. Second home. Um, Got family out there. Hopefully so he comes back with a tattoo on his ass. Um, we already get J-E-T-S, baby. They're going to win Jets on Sunday. Over the Bills. If you see a crazy Italian guy run around in the city on Monday and the Jets win, just on the news. That was me. That was, that was me. That was me. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace.